Welcome to Project Life with Mike Watts. This is Mike Watts. On this podcast, I'll be sharing the ups and downs of running a business, how to manage a great team of folks who are helping us grow that business, how to thrive as a husband and just be a better one for that matter, how to function with an 18-month-old running around driving sometimes you crazy how to thrive as a man in this world when frankly we are lacking great role models at this moment in time and i'm documenting all of this in a journey trying to find my place in the world so if you're looking to grow your business obtain financial freedom figure out parenthood up level your life be a better person or frankly how to be a badass you're in the right place let's get started enjoy the show Welcome back to Project Life with Mike Watts. This is part two of the interview with Stephen Fogg. As we left off yesterday, we are going to talk about cancer today and running a business when you have cancer and what that was like. Or not running a business when you had cancer because he had cancer was a different time. But like his journey through cancer and what that's like now and how things have changed for him since then. And then also we we really hit the initial surface today um, as like the reason for starting his business. And that is, but the majority of today is really focused on his cancer journey and what that has been like, because I knew him kind of when he was going through it, but I was also working like 70 hours a week and I was working on my MBA at Philip Morris during that time. So it's my time with him was not as spent as much as what it was when I first moved down to North Carolina. So this was kind of on the second half of when I lived in North Carolina. And really I was on my way out when I left to go to Florida and then Arizona to start my, when I was started my business. So yeah, just enjoy today. It's pretty, it's, you know, it's pretty emotional time and it was really cool to just hear his reflection back on this journey from where he's been to where he has come excuse me, where he's come from to where he's going and really how he looks at that now, like what that experience is like now in his life. Is that something that he's concerned about or he has to worry about? You know, so we talk a lot about that stuff and then just how that affected um, his, he wasn't married, but he is now married to his girlfriend at the time and what that was like in a partnership role to go through that as well. So, and how he thanks Obama for really taking care of him during that time um, with when he rolled out the health care and Obamacare really saved his butt not be hundreds of thousand dollars in medical debt. So enjoy today's episode on part two. And uh, tomorrow we're going to on part three, we're going to talk about, you know, him more in depth of starting his business, the way he looks at the industry and then the mindset shift. So that'll take place tomorrow and I'll talk more about that tomorrow during the intro. Have a great rest of the day guys. And please uh, let me know if you like this. I can always do a little bit smaller pieces like this as well. So cheers. Take care. Bye. Can you talk about this desire to start your own business? When did it start? Sure. Et cetera. Well, it started um, during cancer um, when I started a nonprofit but it truly started when I went back to grad school and my love affair with the radio medium and the desire, the, the, the thought process that it still has the life. If you do it right, you can still be successful at it. Um, and so I tried launching uh, an online radio station in Charlotte called QC Independent Radio, which was hyper local in content, meaning I served Charlotte and that was it. And, and my content was, was, was geared around that, meaning all my audio, all, all my um, my not list, my listeners actually were worldwide, but my content, my um, artists, it came to me a second to get to that, um, were all Charlotte based. Um, 
I built a radio station uh, based on that. Now, I didn't understand the rules of um, music royalties so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's kind of a big one. Well, it, it, it was, but that wasn't, the, it wasn't, the, that wasn't the, the nail in the coffin for me. It was... Um, uh, IT and services. Got so it. I didn't have the I didn't have the structure in place to keep this thing up for more than like a few hours at a time. It would okay. crash consistently. So like we would see when we were when we launched it, we would see and we and we accompanied with a podcast on blog too, which did very well. Um, but we would see nice spikes in our numbers, but then it would crash and we'd have to redo it all over again. So it, it finally came to I think eighteen months in that project that like I don't have the structure in place to to do this. And granted, while this was going on, I I think my wife was pregnant with our second daughter, um, and so I just didn't really have the time or I, did, I didn't have the balls I guess to get off on my own and and find find um, some venture capitalist money to help, help got it. secure this. And that when did you close that down? Um, it was recent. I think it right? was August of. 2015, I'd say. 2015, yeah, 2015. Yeah, yeah, August 2015. Yeah. It's still out there. I mean, I still all uh, still own the the IP and the, the the address, and I still think there's a, a future for it. So, would you say that's kind of your first business adventure, like on your own, or did you do yes. something earlier? Yeah, I mean, I did. I, I started Four Year Cure, the nonprofit for I, I provided art supplies for cancer survivors and patients uh, during chemo. But that really was, I really didn't know what the hell I was doing with that. So, yeah, yeah I would say QC Independent was my first full-on venture where I had people helping guide me in the process. Okay, cool. And that was pretty much from 2014 to 2015? Yeah. Through that? Yeah, yeah. And do you want to talk about your cancer? I had it. I mean, you, yeah, mentioned, yeah. you mentioned it, so. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I'm a cancer survivor. Um, you know, I had testicular cancer in 09, and it ironically happened um, you know, I was like a few days after getting laid off from my job, and excuse me, um, finally had testicular cancer and fought it for about uh, ten months. Went through a couple rounds of chemotherapy with it, and um, yeah, it sucked. But it was it, it grew me to the man I am today, because I was and going back to you know our dinner to, today, I, I was um, we both were, you know. 25 year old kids yeah you know we just with the life ahead of us and, and it slowed me down to maybe br- gave me a lot of perspective on what's really important to me in my life um and it really changed my mode of thinking i also think it kind of rewired me um can i ask you more questions about this yeah i'm interested you if you think your audience is I, i'm an open book you know? okay yeah. okay cool when you like how did you know something was going on with you with, with like with cancer, I want to. This is specifically questions about cancer. Yeah, because um, I've actually never talked to anybody like we're doing right now that has experienced cancer. I was one of the few. I don't. I don't. I don't know this, but but I was one of the few. I believe that actually felt it. Like I felt like I was getting kicked in the nuts all day. Like no, it came day. in waves. Yeah, but like I had to go sit down. I had to. I had to like go put ice, and this happened for like a week or two, and then. I felt, and then after after that help, I, I felt down there, and it felt like it was like a um, not a pin, but it felt like a little pebble, like on one of my uh, one of my nuts. I guess. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm like, hmm, that's not right. Um, so those two things happened, and then like I remember I was cleaning out my dad's um, uh, garage, and I told him, like, hey, listen, this is happening. I, I felt this down here. Um, so I'm you know I'm gonna go get tested and he's like oh you know it's probably nothing you know it, it probably assists you might have to get at the worst case you have to get something removed but you know you'll probably be fine and 
it's just amazing how fast things moved after that happened. Because I think that was a Sunday afternoon, and I think I went in. I don't know that. I know. I know. I was firmly diagnosed on May twentieth, two thousand and nine. I don't know where that falls in that the weekly calendar, but from Sunday to that day, which might have been a Wednesday or Tuesday. Um, Sunday, I talked to Dad. I'd say that let's say the twentieth was a Wednesday. Friday morning, I was in getting it removed. Wow! So I mean, it just it just it just happened so fast, and like you just didn't have time to blink. You know, it just, it just happened. Yeah. So when they told you this, like, so talk me through. You like went to the doctor. They botched it first. So with if you if you're not familiar with cancer or the procedures with that, they they initially give you a tumor tumor marker. They draw blood, and they've got these tests that. If like certain levels of whatever are high or low, then um, that indicates that okay, there might be a tumor here. So those initial tests were wrong, but they still were like, well, we do feel that that bump on your testicle, so it's probably just a cyst. But we're going to get it checked on under maybe a was a sonogram. I don't know. Um, it's the stuff when they put the gel on it. Yeah, maybe, uh, ultrasound. Ultra- that's when shit got real because I, I, up to that point, everybody was very conversive with me. They were kind of being transparent, let me know the whole process. And this guy, he's doing it. Uh, and I forget exactly what I said, but I said something along the lines like, so, you know, everything, everything good underneath the hood. And um, I don't know if he, no, I think he said something along the lines like, your doctor will get back to you. I'm like, that's kind of odd um, that happened. And so then I literally I walked out of there and I was like I literally just stepped on foot to the, in the parking lot and my doctor calls me he's like you need to come back in here and I'm like oh shit and so then I call my now wife and I call my dad and I think I call my mom too and um, before you went back in before the doctor I'm house? back in there I'm like hey I don't know what's going on but something something something's not right and so you know I call them and I go back in and. Um, you know, he tells me he's like, you've got you've know, got testicular cancer. You know, he gave me. I think and he's like, we think it's testicular cancer. We do one more round of treatments if it's the case, and we need to go and remove it asap. And um, I'm like, okay. So I got the blood, and then and the reason I remember it's a May a May twentieth is because my wife is the um, she runs a nonprofit called the May twentieth Society in Charlotte, which celebrates the Mecklenburg Declaration of Independence, which is is the day they 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 declared independence from. British rule, um, and I remember I going. I, mean, I had to go to that event that that night, so I went. I figured that out. You know, I told them what was going on. I got dressed. I went to the event, and it was it was like I mean I was probably pale, pale, pale as shit. You know, it was. Yeah. It was I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going through my head right now. It's like no, it's, yeah, it's good. And uh, and you know, I you know, and we we like we just consoled. And it was it was very very awkward. Just didn't know what the hell was going on next. And. That happened, I guess, you know, it, it, were, it was a Wednesday because then my mom came down Thursday and then I went to surgery Friday and I was so loopy, you know, afterwards because, you know, you, they give you the whatever they give you to knock you out that yeah, I didn't feel anything, you know, for like a day. Yeah. But then it it, it, it kicked in after that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. I've been knocked out. So, yeah. 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 So it was it's called general anesthesia. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, that, that, that's, that was, um. I don't know, man. I'm not a big Grateful Dead fan, but like that that song, like what a long strange strange trip it's been. Mm-hmm. I think really really correlates well with with this with 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 that process. I mean, it was fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Whoo. Yeah. That's, thanks for sharing. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Um, and now, how did that really? 
like it made you, you said it made you into the man that you are today. So just tell me a little bit about that. Like what does, well, it wasn't, what was it something, did something change? So you ended up going through chemo, right? That was the time that process was when I realized how much I loved my wife. Oh, wow. It was like, I, I realized like she, she put everything down and went to, we were just dating at the time. Yep. I remember this. Yeah. 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 Your and, little house on the, it was the corner, yeah. that corner cool uh, house. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And, 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 um, like she was very, like she was by my side during it all. You know, it was, it was, uh, it, it was, it was remarkable. Um, but, but to your point, um, you know, there was that there was that surgery, and I had another surgery called lymph node dissection, which I still have it today, like like a, a foot long scar on my chest where they op- opened me up and pulled all my lymph nodes out and and, and test them for uh, tumor markers, and that was a motherfucker. That la- that that took me about nine months to recover from that. That was awful. I mean, I was I was I, I had a lot of complications from that. Uh, and why did they do that? Because the cancer spread. Okay. Uh, and they had to make sure they had it. So like in your stomach, I know I'm showing this to you. Like th- there's, there's levels of lymph nodes from the, there's like three levels. Kind of He's basically pe- just pointing at his abs. Yeah. Like, kinda, and kind of yeah. where your pecs are at. Right. Okay. And so each one's a different level of, of lymph nodes. And you want to figure out how far the cancer traveled up your lymph nodes. Cause lymph nodes are, um, like your, your, your subway line. To, to the next part of your body. That's a great. I like that analogy. It, but it's, it's 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 really true if you look into it. They're, you know, you got your bloodlines, which are you know your piping or whatnot. But like these lymph nodes are, are what these these nodules transfer to. And so they wanted to find out if, if they hit, went through all these all these levels on my my stomach, then where to go to next? Did they go to my chest? Did they go to my lungs, my heart, whatnot. Well, they found out I went to my second level of lymph nodes here. So. I had, and, and you have, you know, two levels and uh, one level on each side. So that's four, four levels altogether um, that they had to single-handedly pick out each one of my lymph nodes in my stomach um, and, and keep testing them all to make sure they got them all. Um, and they did, and, and that was a, oh, oh, man, God, sorry, bringing it back again, too. Is I remember when I w- woke up from that, vaguely remember waking up from that, um, and my mom telling me that, like, they're not sure if they got it all. Um, oh, what did she say? They're not sure if they got it all. You probably have to get chemotherapy next. And I was like high on anesthesia, anesthesia, and uh, and uh, and I was on uh, hair, hair, morphine. I almost said heroin. <laughs> heroin. Yeah, heroin, yeah. black tar heroin. <laughs> yeah, at the hospital. I think they're pretty similar heroin and morphine. I could be very, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But, maybe I don't. I don't know. But I just I just started crying. I started crying and, and like, and it took, I was at the hospital for a, a week there just cause I, I, they wouldn't let me leave until I could go to the bathroom my own or walk. And, and that was such a struggle. But like she told me that on like, say day two, I was released on day seven. And then I remember she, I, she mom put me in the car with her and, um, I just rolled on the window and looked at it. And that was like, that was my first time that like, I thought like, am I going to survive this? How old were you? 27 27 yeah 6 27 i think it was 26 and 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 i was like and I'm, and i just was and I, I think i think the morphine had a lot to do with that too right um but that was that was the that was the first time that like i thought like 
that hope was lost, but then like, holy shit, that this, this could possibly, this, this could be it. You know, this, this could be the beginning of the end for it. Right. And I think going back to your point of like how this make you the man who you are, I think that was where that kind of, that was a trigger point for me to realize that focus on what's important. Is it us going to the bars like we used to in Dixie's right. and stuff like that? Or is it the people close to you? Um, which is where your now wife comes into play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, now I will say that even though I thought that way, I think I still had some maturity to, to really kind of hone that in to where it is today, but the building blocks were starting to come together there. Um, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I didn't know about the limp node, the limp node part. Oh, that was a mother. Yeah. Thing, I didn't know about yeah. that part. Chemo was a bitch too. Like each, each one that lymph node dissection surgery was by far the worst. And they told me up front it was going to be horrible. I mean, they pulled my guts out, you know, and they, yeah. and they went in there. I mean, it was, um, that was awful. Um, and like I said, chemo was, chemo was a beast. Um, I actually had whatever, I think it was the H1N1. I had one, I had the bad flu. It was yeah, that 09. H1, yeah. I think it was 09. But like, I remember, I remember that. Oh, I, I was, I, I almost couldn't breathe. It was insane. Wow. Um, but that was the worst with that surgery. Wow. And then so were you working at Fox at this time? Hell no. Or you're, uh, yeah. I wasn't even working. No, because no. I was living off the government cheese during that. <laughs> what so you, I laid off. What do you, so unemployment or yeah, what? Yeah, I was unemployment. Yeah. And, and, and this is... Because uh, you got laid off two days before and yeah. then you went into... Yeah. And did they and give I, you benefits because of... No, I got... this, And this is the great thing about Obama. This is why I voted for him the second time too, was um, they subsidized my health insurance. My Cobra. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so it was like 187 bucks a month. That's amazing. Instead of and like it took care of you yeah, during this time. Yeah, and and my health bills were and uh, I mean I, I probably racked up about a quarter million dollar you know health healthcare bill during this whole thing, which would have ruined me. Yeah, would have. Is it all paid off now? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you would have been paying that for. That's a lot of money. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, you want to talk in deeper. I mean, the coding issue with insurances was incredible. I mean, I, I definitely went to collections a few times because of that. Not on my beha- not because of, you know, not paying, but because of wrong coding. And by the time they get back to you on that stuff, they've already sent your bill to the collections. Right. It, it was a definitely, I mean, it took a hit on my credit. It took a hit on a lot of things with that emotionally and physically. Um, but, you know, what, 10 years later, I'm here right now. So. Right. Man, what a journey! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it puts things in perspective. Yeah. So, and you're cancer free. We should. Well, announced. no, I never say that. Well, oh, you, that's correct. You yeah. told me that at. But up. Wait, what did you say to me at dinner? I'm healthy. Yeah, you're yeah, healthy. I'm good. Yeah. But there's no return of cancer up to this point. Up to this point. Yeah. 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 I, it, it scares. It's. And I. I'm, it was scared that I think it was, should scare the hell out of any cancer survivor. Say I'm cancer cancer free because I lost my aunt. Who um, who was a breast cancer survivor, and then it came back a couple years later. Oh wow! So you learn. I think I've learned through that that like it, it's uh, you're never fully cured from it. Got it. You know? Understood. Yeah, and it should scare people that have not had cancer because there is you know if there, there's a lot of degenerative diseases that have led into that that mm-hmm. I've learned a lot about from running my business. Right. Um, just taking your health is a pretty important thing. Yeah. So, okay, we'll switch topics now to <laughs> I want to talk about your um, journey through business now. I think you, you probably need to break this podcast up into two. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Project Life with Mike Watts podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today on this episode and you want to know a little bit more about what I am using to help grow our business, to help myself become a better man, to help myself become a better dad, a better husband, a better human overall. You know, I'm all about team human. And that's what I really want to do is create a world that allows us to become better human beings. And if that's something you're interested in, head over to MikeJWatts.com. That is Mike J. W-A-T-T-S dot com. You can register right there for my emails newsletter. It goes out once a week. There's usually three to five different tools, tips, tricks, techniques that I've learned about this week that are really helping me become a better human being. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you over on MikeJWatts.com, and I'll see you tomorrow.